0: The $10 tastemaker from Pizza Hut. Stuck in traffic? Just think of all the delicious meat and veggie combinations. Whoops, got a little distracted there. Large, up to three toppings, just 10 bucks. No one out pizzas the Hut. Deal not available in some locations. Exclusions apply. I just can't fight it I know, I know, I know, I I know I just can't hide it I don't fucking know I just felt like singing it But uh, I'm glad to be back on the podcast, man I think this is episode 174 As you pour You want some um,
1: Prosecco?
0: Nah I'm I'm gonna stick with this tall boy on this Modelo This (laughs) Cerveza. I know we've been gone for a minute, so just in case y'all forgot, man, this is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct, and today's show is brought to you and by I... Blog Talk Radio. We don't want to care and know who you are at this point in time. Your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a and podcast, the centric podcast ecosystem, by going to well www.blogtalkradio.com.
1: This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Apparel and Gear, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva. To stand up to bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you, visit www.takeactiongear.com and purchase something to support the cause.
0: Now, your name is...
1: My name is Artesia. I am the co-host of The Reality Is. I'm just putting it For out there because I feel stint. like... For
0: this short I really stint. feel like with For all the... For this short stint.
1: Okay, they could be. But I really feel like with all the work that I've put in behind the mic, yes, actually... Yes, you have. And I am co-host status. Room.
0: Yes, and in the boardroom meetings, yes. You. Well,
1: that's different because I've always been a consultant. Exactly,
0: but I want people to know that because, you know, some people may... You know, look at me and be like, "He's such a misogynistic fool to cut her off when she was trying to jump in and speak." Because you know, we was just joking in DC on this video, and everybody <laughs> kind of ate my lunch, like niggas is lunching on me.
1: Yeah, because and I got so many text messages, like, "Yeah, girl," <laughs> and yeah. I'm thinking to myself, like.
0: If you don't know the video, man, go check out out Sir Robert Poe (laughs) on Instagram or Anthony Roberts on Facebook. I basically posted a video because you wanted me to ride the metro in D.C. Which I
1: always try to get you to do when we go to D.C. or New York.
0: And I don't do public transportation because I'm from the country. No, from the country. And we really never had public transportation. So we either walked everywhere we went or somebody dropped us off or we rode in the back of a truck like Mexicans. Okay. So i have never so ridden transportation. From the country
1: I, to being bougie. No I, now, no,
0: I just watch TV and the way subways look on TV shows and shit the, like that. I don't want people touching me, sneeze. Anybody in video, you who were like, knows I'm not, me, not
1: trying to ride with all these dirty, dirty looking people. I mean,
0: because if people know me, <laughs> then they know I don't like crowds. But to have crowds on top of germs, on top of people sneezing, coughing, grabbing each other, smush. I can't do that. I can't I'll lose my it's fucking It's just something mind.
1: that makes that whole experience, like when you visit Man, places like I'm New sure York, when you visit places I'm like sure D.C., it, it just makes the experience that I'm much more authentic. So and I sure know that you are all about authenticity. I am,
0: for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> In my real life, I'm fake as shit.
1: Don't say that. I
0: know they because people.
1: You know how people are. They are fickle. But if
0: people know me, then they know I'm not fake. Yeah, I've told some. If they want to be shit. honest
1: about it, true, and they know
0: you. True, true, true. Now we're not going to talk about Black Panther much, but I did want to talk about Black Panther. We have been Wakanda off the mic. Wakanda
1: forever. I know you said don't come on a podcast lame. and say But
0: I love. I love. I love the Wakanda forever. The message, behind, the message it. behind it. Message behind it. Like just, we could have our own. Just Wakanda. people just throwing that shit around though. They just throwing that shit around. Yeah.
1: But I did see it for the first time on a menu that was serving um, vibranium
0: as a drink. Yeah, you know niggas was gonna turn that into something. If they had they made Shout incredible. Shout out to Hulk. Uh, JoJo. Yeah. For
1: posting that picture.
0: Yeah, whatever, nigga. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. For real though, but Black Panther was a good movie. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about it. I'm sure every yeah. other black podcast has rammed this shit into the motherfucking mud, I just like wanting to, say- to quote their expertise.
1: I saw it like five times. I only
0: saw it once, but I cried when I watched it.
1: You did, and yeah. we didn't get to talk about that. Oh my yeah.
0: god! I didn't cry. Like people probably like well, pff, this. this is how this nigga cry? I'm like, tears. You had tears
1: streaming down your face, I did. and the one scene I that did. I knew because I went to go see it first with my kids, yeah. and then I, when I saw that scene, I thought about you in that moment, and then sure enough, when we went to go see it the next day. You had tears streaming down your face. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: This Modelo's kicking. Beer normally doesn't get me This tipsy. Prosecco. But it's kicking. But, yes, I cried in the movie. And for those who wonder why I cried in the movie, I'm okay with it. You know? You should be. I'm Emotions okay with it. Emotions
1: are healthy.
0: Excuse me for snorting on the mic, too. I'm trying not to avoid a sinus cold. So, I cried in a part where T'Challa had just been given the vibranium to become the Black Panther. And when he got the vibranium, they buried him in this red clay and he was able to dream of his father when his father died Mm -hmm. from um, Avengers Civil War movie. When his father died and he was not able to save him and he was talking to him and he was just letting him know, I'm not ready to let you go. Mm -hmm. I am ready to be king, but I'm not ready to let you go. Exactly. And he got and and T'Challa got on his knees Mm -hmm. to kiss his dad's hand.
1: And he said, stand up, you are a king.
0: And he was basically saying, you should never kneel to anyone. You should be bri- proud to be who you are. I raise and you this he way. He said,
1: if a man does not prepare his child for his death, he's failed him.
0: Yeah. And for me, the reason I cried is because of the disconnect and the distance that I have with my father, you know, not having a father present to me, it just touched me to see a black man kind of weakened and unprepared. Mm-hmm. And yet in his uh, absence, you know, he's still able to find strength in lessons that his dad taught him mm-hmm. along the way while he was living. Mm-hmm. I have no lessons from my father. He outside taught you of- what not to do. Exactly. Yes. So,
1: as so many black fathers do, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: And like I told somebody the other day when they were talking, uh, actually, when I was in counseling the other day, because she had me talking about my dad and uh, whatever anger I may have. And I was like, I don't have any anger with him. I said, the best thing my dad did was stay way. He was consistent. Some mm-hmm. people have to deal with a father who comes in and out of their lives. Yeah. And it drives them fucking crazy. Or like it you does, had to deal with As a woman, with, yeah. it may, it's,
1: I think, I think one thing that I'm learning now as I'm getting older, I think it's worse all the way across the board. Yeah. I used to think as a as a woman it's worse for us or whatever, but it takes a toll all the way across the board. But for me, my dad was always there financially. I knew who he was. And he, we, you know, we spent weekends together or whatever. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a strong relationship, and then when my mom died, he came around and we got closer, but then he disappeared.
0: Yeah. So that's why I cried. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, that's why I cried that's pretty much it and uh, that's all the recap we have for the black on the black panther so we went to DC, man. We basically doing a DC recap. You know, we always do a recap when we travel. We traveled this time for business and we had some pleasure while we were of there. Course.
1: DC is always a business and pleasure trip.
0: Yeah. So we went out there to support the homie um King Naj, Naji B of the Mind Over Matter podcast, which is under the Roberts Media Group on Blog Talk Radio. Go check out In the case homies. You didn't know. Yeah, go Yeah, go add that to DC Podcast, DC Texas Connect. So we went out there to support him. He had Miss um, Mr. Michelle Hope, um, the New York sexologist who's been on shows um with Tavis Smiley like uh what's the name of Tavis Smiley show um I can't remember not but Tavis he, she, Smiley Roland, Roland Martin, Martin TV sheesh. One News One News One which I still uh, don't
1: understand why TV One canceled News One yeah but oh
0: they did yeah they um, canceled it. yeah she's been on The Breakfast Club uh, with Charlamagne um she's been on Brilliant Idiots with Charlamagne and mind
1: you this is the only person I've ever seen you be starstruck for
0: yeah, yeah. I have a, I had a crush on Michelle oh man yeah you know what I'm saying? She's a sexologist and it's nothing sexier than seeing a black woman yeah. be open sexually about what she likes. And what I
1: like about her is she still embodies that goofy side cuz yeah, I'm she goofy does. to my core. Yeah. But I think she has a good balance which is still something I'm trying to work out, yeah. but you so, know I'll get there one day.
0: So she's dope, man. So well, it was cool too cuz when I saw her at the event, like everybody was just running up to her hugging her like, "Oh my god, oh my god." And I don't know if you guys remember, you know, me and Najee recorded with her in New York when I went back to New York in December. Mm-hmm. And uh we did a mind over matter episode out there. A, a matchup, mm-hmm. you know, a mashup, yeah. And we did that episode. So she remembered me from that episode. So, you know, when she was there, I mean she was wearing the hell out of that green dress. Uh yes
1: yeah, she was. I was
0: like, did she got she panties would, on? Yeah. I think she has some panties on. No,
1: but, I didn't see the line.
0: But uh she, you know, when I saw her, it was kinda like she saw me in a crowd and like when she saw me, she just kinda looked at me and smiled like, mm-hmm. This nigga here. Mm-hmm. So then she did her hand like, come here. And I walked over there and uh, I gave her a hug. And um, she was like, hey, man, it's glad to see you here. Thanks for coming out to support me. And I was like, always, you know what I'm saying? But for me, I felt special because I was like, this is a public figure, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Who's been in rubbing shoulders with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for her to see me and it was like to notice me, mm-hmm. to remember me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was like, that's dope. And,
1: and then to call you over. Yeah. Yeah. To so, engage with you. Yeah,
0: so it was cool. Now you had a shitty attitude before we got on the plane. I did.
1: I really did. I was in my feelings. You know, a lot About of people. A lot of people look at us and they, um, they think, "Oh, y'all." Is, I've heard this. We we're still goals because yeah. we still get to work together, uh-huh. and we do it so, or we make it look so Effortless. easy yeah. after yeah. we've broken up. Um, But you know. Honestly speaking, I have my good days and I have my bad days, and I think we did uh, we did some recordings in the studio the night before, yeah. and um, you kind of touched on some topics that kind of you know hit me emotionally. So I was I the had night a little before? Sh- I had a little shitty attitude, yeah, yeah, that night before, and it carried over into the morning because from the
0: episode we talked about,
1: yeah, from the the, the time we were in the studio recording.
0: Do you do you mind diving into that because I don't know what I said that offended you.
1: No, nothing you said offended me. I think it carried me back to a place. Like a moment in time.
0: A bad thing?
1: Not a bad thing. Um, it was an emotional thing. I, I think you talked to, you referenced the amount of children that you should have. Had oh, or, I got
0: you. Yeah. I, got and you. So, I got you. I know, got you. Now, um, I don't know about that once y'all heard that. I'm still editing those episodes, but they will be out sometime. Yeah, week.
1: and so I was in my feelings um, about that. So and you could have
0: just said that. See, that's the thing about you, and that's the thing about a lot of women. And I told I, you about I can, it. I can tell when your body shifts, like if it's if you, if you something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's an issue that you have with me, per se, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But I can tell when something is wrong with you. And you just kept saying nothing was wrong with you. I yeah, because, like, okay. I mean,
1: we, we went through that experience together. So it was like I know how you are You're a little bit more um, Standoffish When it comes to Things like that Just a a smidgen Yeah So I wasn't gonna Bring that up But I did tell you I think the next morning I told you that That was something That you know Kind of put me In my feelings And then on top of that I have managed You've been sick With the flu twice uh, this winter. Yeah. And I have managed to not be sick at all. I've I've traveled to some of the coldest places I've ever been to in my life. And I have not been sick, but yeah. I started feeling like I was about to get sick. Yeah. So I was in. yeah, I had a little shitty attitude. That's,
0: okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, my attitude almost shifted, you know, before we got to the, um, when we got ready to get on the plane, I was like, fuck, I forgot my neck pillow. Mm-hmm. I always forget my neck pillow. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go grab me a, a quick one before, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We get on the plane. So I go. I don't really look at the price of things because normally when I go to a place, I know you're bougie. No, I'm not bougie. (laughs) I just know when I go to a place, I know that I know the price range of the place Mm -hmm. I'm walking into. So I know I'm not going to go in and it's going to be like a hundred dollars for a shirt Mm -hmm. or $300. So like, I'm not rich. I'm broke as fuck actually. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I was just like, nah, let me go over here and grab. She's coming this one. up though. I'm coming up. So I grab one, and you know, and I just grabbed the neck pillow that was black and it was smooth and uh microfibers and shit. And I was like, yeah, this is gonna be dope for the plane. Mm-hmm. So I go and I hand it to her, and uh she runs it. And when she runs it, um, she said, that'll be 49.95. <laughs> now, I guess I was like the flash. I literally felt like I slowed down. <laughs> time slowed down and i was like 4995 <laughs> and i was like nigga is you this to pay for this or are you just to say and embarrass yourself and be like nah, nah put that back and it's so hard to be black and some people may be like this is stupid but with four white men behind me <laughs>
1: You had me- to buy it. And a Mexican woman
0: serving me, you I was did like, for, for all the goddamn black people out here and all the niggas on unemployment, I'm supposed to spend $50 for a fucking neck pillow that I can't sleep on that goddamn night.
1: And then when you brought it out, because you was like undoing the package or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and you was like, because you always hand me the receipts. Whenever we travel for business, you give me the receipts because yeah. I'm more likely to keep up with them. Yeah. And so I looked at the receipt and I was like, What?
0: And then I was like, I started reading the package, and I was like, "Oh, this oh, shit got came some with earphones. some earphones, got some headphones, like the earphones, you know, earplugs. <laughs> I mean, earplugs So, you know, you know, cancel yeah. out the noise when you're on the plane and shit." So I was like, "Okay." And oh, that justified
1: the five to fifty dollars. And it
0: was super soft, though. It but was. I, but I was depressed that I paid the fifty dollars for like ten minutes. And then, I, you know, I kept rubbing on the pillow, and I was like, hey, this is dope. This is going to be good, though. And then we get on and the you motherfucking got some good plane. At, that was
1: the first time you actually slept on a plane, though. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. sleep
0: on the way back, and I'll tell that story as to why I didn't yeah, sleep no. on the way back. But it's, Harper hit me up when we were on the trip, and he said, hey, I know you got— He's like, I can't wait to hear about the recap from D.C. He was like, the, re, the recaps are always dope, and he was mm-hmm. like, you always get into some shit on the plane. Well, guess what, fucking people? I got into some shit on the plane.
1: Always. So in the
0: on, on I got into some shit on the plane in Dallas, and then I got into some shit getting on the plane in D.C. to come back. Yeah. So... <laughs>
1: Can we just... you Tell them what, uh, what happened on the way there, and then we'll kind of loop back. Yeah.
0: On the way to, to... On the way
1: to D.C. To D.C. The shit you got into.
0: Yeah, so basically it was just me... I brought my bag and I just had one carry on. You know, we flew Southwest. Some people call it a bus in the sky, but it's fair. Okay. And I, I like to get one of the reasonable prices. Yes. Up. So, <laughs> when I got on there, I put my bag up in the front, and as we we were like on the third or fourth row in because we were sitting in the A class. Mm-hmm. So I got ready to sit down. Because we bougie. Down. No. <laughs> that ain't that we just got it we just uh logged in at six I o'clock woke up
1: die. at six no not we because you don't do it. normally i do no normally no, no, we do no. do normally
0: no. we do split those duties i yes, do we that do. part so the
1: one time that you had to do it you was like i'm not used to doing this yo, shit man, so you can't yo, take my shine man. away for that because i always being too
0: authentic i can handle this yeah i, I know I'm, I'm
1: not saying it's not something you can't do
0: yeah So we got on the plane. I put my bag up on the carriage, man. Everybody was bored. we the fourth row in. If you do any kind of flying that you know if you're the fourth row in, and then three or four rows behind you, people have already started to sit. Well, actually, like ten rows behind you, people have already started to sit. When somebody comes and says, or
1: the flight flight
0: attendant comes and says, whose bag is this? Mm -hmm. It's too big for this front carriage. You have to take it and put it in back the back somewhere. Back in the somewhere. day,
1: when I was the flight attendant, we would be like, hey, whose bag is this? I'm about to move it because it doesn't fit here. And we moved it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So this time, this was my first time experiencing She made you get up. And I, I was like, oh up. my God.
0: I had to get up, grab my... Well, first of all, I didn't grab my bag. I walked to the back of the plane to yeah. find something because there was no space along the way because those 10 rows behind me had already started filling the the, exactly. the, the, the carriages. So... I get stuck back there because I'm like, okay, I finally find one. I get ready to come back and I see a slew of people coming in. Yeah, because she
1: didn't hold the people like she should have. I think she was a little bit, she was flustered from her having to ask the guy to move. Yeah. for the wheelchair for the person wheelchair to guy. come on yeah. and he refused to move like yeah. it was literally this uh, white guy she said she explained to him that there was a guy with a wheelchair he needed to come she on. She woke him
0: up though she woke him up when she asked him he was already asleep on the plane. I don't care we I
1: mean I get that but No I'm not saying that's a, a reason man, yeah as but when man, as she
0: asked him to move for that. He, he looked, looked
1: at her like she had shit on her face.
0: He was like bitch you just woke me up that's yeah. what his face read like you dumb bitch you just fucking woke me up to ask me about a nigga in a wheelchair yeah. bitch forget you and he closed his And
1: it was a white lady sitting next to him that actually gave up her seat to sit behind us so that the wheelchair guy could come on and have that first row.
0: Not all white folks are assholes, just some of them. No, but she
1: was upset about it because for one... She shouldn't have had to move. The white man moved. should have moved. Or just but the since, man, period. Yeah, the man. He should have moved. But since he didn't, she gave up her seat. And the crazy part about it was she had literally just paid an upgrade fee. Yep. And if you travel, you know the upgrade fees it's are you know. $50 at least. Mm-hmm. So, so she had, had just an paid an upgrade room. fee to have the extra leg room. Yep. And she had to give it up.
0: Yeah, it was the same bitch you cut and it was me off no, on when we got out in D.C. And too. it was
1: no guarantee I that uh, she was going to get together. her money back. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, so, yeah, so they made me move my bag, and I was trying to walk back up. All the people coming down the aisle.
1: And they were looking at me like I was crazy because I had, at this point, I had your suitcase in the, in the seat, so they thought I was just blocking off a seat for yeah. you. And then I asked the flight attendant, I was like, hey, the bag looks like it will fit if you just slide it over because yeah. it looked like the wheel may have been blocking it from closing. Yeah. No, ma'am, it would not fit. And she kind of got a little loud. Yeah. I let her make it, though.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, okay.
0: So we then I got check. ready to walk back. I couldn't walk back. It was another flight attendant back there. She's like, hey, sir, what are you doing? I was like, well, she told me I couldn't have my back at the front. Had to find one at the back. So I'm looking for the bag at the back. And she was like, well, you can't walk back towards them when they're coming in. So you got to come in here. And I guess it was a part in the middle of the plane where it's a little bit wider. The rows yeah, are a little the bit wider. Emergency exit row. Excuse me. So I had to dip inside there. And it was like this tall white dude. And... When I scooted in, I had to have my ass in his face, and I was like, "Excuse me, sir." To and I said, "I said, excuse me, sir, for having to put my ass in your face for the next two minutes." <laughs> he said, minutes. "He said, no problem, buddy." I said, "Okay." So I'm looking at the line. I'm feeling uncomfortable as <laughs> shit because I'm hugging the chair, my dick is literally pressed against the chair, and I'm like. Something I was saying something. Then he said something to the flight attendant and they started laughing. And he was like, yeah, he was like, or you could just sit in my lap if you want to, fella. That'd be easy. He was like, the guy sat in my uh, lap last night. Didn't look anything like you. And I was yeah, like, that's
1: what I was about to say. He probably.
0: And I said, uh, <laughs> you know, nah, I said they joke, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that yeah, some yeah, of this yeah, shit yeah, is yeah, serious. Yeah. And I said, nah, bro, I'm to stand up. I don't need to sit in your lap. I'm straight. I was like, again, excuse me for having my ass in your face. So they kept talking or whatever like that. So when it was enough time, I was able to slide by and get mm-hmm. back to the front. And I just told the lady, I said, can you just take my damn bag off the plane? And she like, huh? I said, can you just take my bag off the plane? And I'm not paying for this shit. Mm-hmm. and she was like okay you can pick it up in dca i was like all right
1: yeah i would hope so that's yeah. where i'm going
0: now because i had bad luck i thought it was oh my not, God, i thought I, was I thought my bag was going to be lost when i got there because i, I have, think that happened before when we went to san diego it did. it did so yeah
1: i resurrected the like the prayer warriors for that because i was just like just our luck that bag and then even when we landed it seemed like it was taking forever for your bag to come out and i was praying at the end of the i was like lord please let this bag come up
0: yep and then that motherfucker <laughs> like on the way back from dc this white dude i don't white people i white people uh, white people i don't white people white people (laughs) i do not under white people i do not understand why y'all always want to know somebody's flight number and seat number on the goddamn plane when we're lining up to get on the motherfucking plane nigga you don't need to know find your spot and get your motherfucking ass in line
1: i will say I'm just going to play devil's advocate here because it is. southwest. They are the devil. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me.
0: White people. Some of y'all motherfuckers are the devil
1: because it is Southwest. You know that you have to line up according to numbers now because we are all adults I just trust that everybody is going to get in the order that they need to be in I'm personally not going to ask somebody hey what number are you to make sure you in the right order if that's I get not a, my job if
0: I get in an area and it's 51 to 55 and I walk up and I see I fit four in people that, there, I fit in there I'm going to fit myself in the gap in which I am you know what too even if I am 53 and somebody's standing 53 and it's too tight for me I'm going to go 55 because guess what we're going to be one or two fucking seats it's not off that any big fucking of a way. deal, and you're still going to be at the goddamn front. as
1: long as I'm on the fucking plane
0: it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> so I'm standing in line on the way back from D.C. this white dude comes stands up to me he's pretty tall he's like hey I didn't say nothing he's like hey sir uh, are you in line for a class and I said uh yeah Close enough. <laughs> Siri <laughs> wanted
1: to chime in on a podcast
0: alright let's see Siri let me see what I got for you <laughs> Siri do you suck dick there's no need for that there I is guess, a need here I guess she is Yeah I guess is. <laughs> That's a requirement Hell yeah I didn't even touch this motherfucker Siri just wanted to jump in So the guy asked me about my seat And I was like You know what Never mind um, I was like I am in A class So mm-hmm. then he walks away As the time gets ready to come He said Hey sir What's your number in A and I said, God damn, 55, man. He was like, I'm 53. I was like, okay. Because okay.
1: nobody was going to stop you from, because I was like, 54.
0: Like, and not to be funny, when he asked me, he was already standing in front of me. Exactly. Now, in my mind, I was thinking, nigga, why not ask some of these white folks what they fucking oh, not numbers gonna are? going to do that. Every fucking time, it's a white person in line, and they wondering about their shit. They're trying to ask me, just like that Speaking white woman of, who came to you Yeah, that's what I was about leaving to
1: say. In my first time that I've actually experienced some shit going getting on the plane yeah. and then you had the audacity to tell me that I was rude I knew I was rude because like you said rude. I, I mean, had a well yeah. I'm still a, work a in progress with a shitty, the uh, shitty morning. but it
0: was a white lady walked up to you and she was we both had our music on and yeah. she came up to you like pointing at her tech like right before you swipe your shit to get on the plane and she was like what number are you like bitch You figure it out.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly what my face said. I was like, huh?
0: And that's the thing about it. It's like white people come to black people like we can't sit in the front of the class of the plane or like we shouldn't even be on the fucking plane. Now, granted, normally when we fly, if it's 200 people on there, it's normally only like seven fucking black people. But that don't mean black people can't fly. That Mm -hmm. don't mean they can't be in first class. That don't mean they can't pay extra money to sit at the front with the leg room. Like, nigga, let us live. Y'all ain't the only bitches with money. Now, shit. Now I couldn't sleep on the way back on the plane either because when I did finally fall a fucking sleep, it was about to be some great sleep, like the first one.
1: Yeah.
0: I got ready to fall asleep. And I think when you get up in a plane, you're supposed to push up off the armrest you and are. get your ass up. This nigga pulled, this white nigga pulled the back of the fucking seat and popped my head up off the goddamn seat. What? I woke up. I was like, <laughs> I,
1: What I know? I was
0: actually scared when I woke up because I was like. Whoa! I'm on a plane. I feel different, and that nigga popped my head and woke me up.
1: What I noticed is more older people grab from the top, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna chalk it well, up to was a them be older. Oh, old nigga! And it was actually the older woman that was sitting behind me because she did that.
0: That's because she's husky.
1: <laughs> she did that when she was actually coming into her seat. That was she grabbed the she back was husky. of my seat. And I don't know if she popped my chair out of place or whatever because I had my chair reclined. Yeah. But it wouldn't even go back to its normal state.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, nah, but D.C. was dope, man. We had uh, the nice day. Liaison Hotel was nice. Yeah, we actually um, stayed
1: somewhere that I I wanted to stay. We had been trying out Airbnbs. We only yeah. had a good experience with one of yeah. them. So this time I was like, you know what? Just forget it. We're going to stay at the hotel. I found a great deal. Yeah. The liaison, it was nice. And I would like to say shout out to the liaison because we left two items there. Yeah. And they sent me an email saying, hey, you forgot these items. Do you want them? Do you want us to ship them to you? Yeah. Yes. You thank your jacket
0: you. While we was down there and you fucking left. Yeah, the you, brand did. New jacket and you did. You did. You fucking left. But it in I, the hung up,
1: I hung up in the closet. Yeah. Don't, you hung I, I, your dress I, shirt who, in the closet. Who,
0: who, 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 this ain't about me. We talking about you.
1: Well, your dress shirt was left uh, there. Too. That don't mean nothing. If you had got your dress shirt, then I would have had my I jacket. I bought that
0: for myself. Did you buy that for me? No, I bought a jacket for myself that I couldn't fit, but and you, you gave could, it to me, and I gifted it to you.
1: And I told you I appreciate it so much.
0: That don't fucking mean a goddamn thing. And we you're getting it back. It. No, you're getting it back. Ain't no we. <laughs> you always want to say we. Ain't no we. Yeah, I know. It's you and me. There was some trash-ass poets at Buzzboys poet.
1: Yeah, you they know. were. I won't say they were trash No, they're going to be trash the because, delivery you know what, we're,
0: we're, we're pre-recording right now, but I'm definitely going to try to edit in I think I got some video and I can take the audio from it and plug it in. I'm definitely going to try to edit that in there.
1: Honestly, I would say well, outside of Two of them. The content was good. The delivery was just dry. It was dry as fuck. Yeah,
0: it was bad. No, and and what, not, not... Oh, you said for a couple of them. Yeah, yeah outside okay. of a couple...
1: Because yeah. one of them was just like... He, what did he say? Noodles and caboodles? And, and, and it, was, it was. It's and, in like a Dr. Seuss book.
0: Yeah. It was, a it bad was, Dr. And, Seuss book. And it was like he was a Mexican guy trying to deliver and like he a was, black it, man. It was almost yeah. like
1: he was rapping because yeah, he he the he way he was, was moving... To,
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be able. When I put that clip in there, they'll be able to definitely understand what we're talking about. The double date experience when we went. But to, we uh, had a
1: good time because we met up with um with shout one out of to our friends, Run. He, cool you guy. know, he relocated from DC to or uh, from Dallas to DC.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we hung out with him and his date for the, for the evening. I like we had a date. Good time. Run, if it. time. It had been a long podcast, time since man. we've been on a double date.
0: Yeah, Run. If you like, if you if, if you listen to this podcast, man, I liked her. Man, she was cool, but she did throw me off because she was like when we were talking about where you work and all of that stuff, and she was like, I work for DHS. Now I'm thinking DHL
1: and if you've ever wanted to melt into a chair, because I know you, I know you better than that. I'm
0: country, like, man. And I'm, like, yeah. I'm
1: country. I was like, oh, said, you mean the delivery service? Yeah. That's all I heard. <laughs> but I was
0: thinking it. And I told her, I, I said, after like, well, I, no, I found out bro. what she was really talking about, she's like, no, I work for the Department of Homeland Yeah, Security break it down to him, sis. And the government. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No disrespect. I was just I like, I was trying to belittle your job. I was like, that shit is far more <laughs> important than what the fuck I'm doing.
1: I was just like to say that he had been drinking. He he hadn't been drinking in a long time, yeah. That's why I, this
0: modello got my eyes low as shit right yeah. now, So,
1: <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I really liked her. It was a great time hanging out with Ron. Seeing it's always a pleasure to catch up with him, and movies. like I said, um, it was our first time. We hadn't been on a double date in in a long, a long time. time,
0: yeah. Yeah. It was a minute. We got to see uh, the Mind Over Matter Live show was Does dope. it still
1: count as a date, though? Yeah, it was know. a date.
0: Mind Over Matter Live show is dope. You want to talk about this shit? I'm not about to no, entertain No,
1: I'm not. You. I was just I thinking.
0: I'm not about to entertain you. I'm not. <laughs> Mind Over Matter Live show with the homie King Naj, Naj, Naj Yellowbee, man. He did his motherfucking
1: he thing. He always does his thing. He
0: delivered. The New America building was sleek as fuck. I was like, yeah, damn, they need something like this in Texas.
1: With the turtleneck. Yeah, and yeah, the, the turtleneck
0: with the, the, the cross on. I said, look at you, boy. You look you're looking real professional, my G. Yeah. So he was looking good, man. He went up, he did his thing with Michelle Hope. Man, I ain't going to lie. I didn't really fuck with the co You know, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> oh my Mind God. Over Matter is connected with us on the Roberts Media Group. I'm pretty sure she doesn't even know I'm the owner of Roberts Media Group. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't even know that her podcast is on the same platform as mine. And she walked right by me, which I wasn't tripping because I didn't know who she was either. I had never met her.
1: Oh yeah, of course. But
0: her interaction on the podcast is so, like, she's very small-minded. Oh, are we um, going there? She don't have an open mind. I don't think she like. Naj is so fucking dope. Like, yeah, she like to me. She kills this vibe, man. I know Michelle Hope was mm-hmm. fucking tired of it because if you see the video, you are gonna see she was tired of it. Yikes! She was so small minded. So the proposal was: Would I you didn't rather know have going there? I don't care. Would you rather have herpes or five baby mamas? Five baby mamas, you know. And the reason that question came up is because Michelle Hope explained her and Naji. Um, had a conversation and she explained that herpes is a skin to skin contact. Uh, it can be passed from skin to skin contact. You don't like. And con- unless
1: you have an outbreak. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: You can't catch it unless the person has an outbreak and it's skin shedding. But you uh, a, a condom doesn't protect you from herpes. Yeah,
1: and five baby mamas, there's really no way of wearing it. If that. I
0: ever had sex with somebody with herpes that I knew about and I t- I'm literally going to have a, like, a, 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 what is it, magnifying glass? I need to see your asshole, your penis in your mouth.
1: Yeah, and I just don't want to, I mean, I just don't want to go through that. And while prefer, I understood. And a- answering that question, while, though,
0: what Michelle Hope said, would you prefer to have herpes or five baby mamas?
1: Honestly, for me, I understood what she was saying. Yes. I think the delivery was what threw everybody. I understood what um, the co-host was saying. Yeah, I do too. But, I, but I, the delivery definitely threw everybody because it was it was kind of loud and rambunctious, yeah. and that kind of uh, spark the crowd to be a little bit loud yeah, and rambunctious. And, and when you're in a setting, like we were in, because it was very nice. Like you said, it was yeah, very sleek. Did a good damn job. Yes. It was like so well put together. Those are, those kind of reactions are not some that you would expect in that environment.
0: It's like being loud in a, in a, in a library. In a library. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. It's like, if you have a and meeting it,
0: or you have a group in one of those choir rooms in the library and it's mm-hmm. like somebody just outside going crazy, even though you're in a choir room, it's still a lot of character and it's still, uh, takes away from what's going on at hand. And I
1: think that conversation in general, when you're talking about sex, it's yeah. something that has to be had amongst not only mature adults, but just somebody with a more of an open, open mind, mind, even if yeah. it's something that you don't understand or if it's something that you don't agree yeah. with. Cause a lot of times I hear people talk and I might not necessarily agree with them, yeah. but I'm not going to loud talk anybody nope. to the point of where it like, shuts down. You
0: nasty. You ain't going to wear no condo when you fucking you nasty. I'm like, Bitch, wh- I everybody mean, everybody done had sex. And without you know condo, how, how I am. Once. Like I'm very reserved, but I prefer to have sex without once. a condom. I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, you should have niggas sliding in your DM off that alone.
1: No, but that I'm not interested
0: like in. Like that. that nigga Liam Neeson said, "Good luck." <laughs> so it was a Rolling Martin sighting. Um, <laughs> we ran into him. We was getting ready to leave. I the don't show.
1: promote. Wait a minute. I don't condone unsafe sex, but for me, as far as the feeling is concerned, and because you know, just the yeah.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I used to fuck you, I know. So uh, the thing about it is with Roland Martin, we when we went downstairs, we were actually because we were gonna leave. leave. Yeah, we was getting ready to leave because it had got kind of rambunctious, and
1: and we were gonna leave anyways because we had dinner reservations, we did, yeah. but we were actually gonna leave, leave earlier, earlier, so we anticipated because it yeah. was getting a little too loud and yeah. rambunctious, and yeah. it, it when you come to a setting like that, it's almost as if the get crowd doesn't have um, respect for what's going on, and it's, when you have somebody come in from New York, and it's like they are that's they're a professional in their field. So, it's like, I want to hear everything that she has to say. Like, I want to soak all of this knowledge up. Whether I agree with it or not, I want to be able to take it into consideration. But it was certain parts I couldn't even hear.
0: Yeah, she threw people off when she was like, I got some mouths on my pussy.
1: But that's uh, that's honesty that I can appreciate. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to have mouths on mine, but I can appreciate her being honest enough to say, you know what? I put some mouths on this thing. It is what it is. I can appreciate this
0: a woman with mouths on her pussy. I
1: mean, and, and yeah, to each his own. But I know for me personally, that's not something that I would, you know, I would want to engage in. Yep, yep. But it's no judgment. That's I think that's the difference between when you have to have a co-host like that.
0: True. True. So, I appreciate everything, man. I want to give a shout out to Nandi at Millimeter Visuals. Yes. On Instagram. She took some pictures for me. If you follow me on Sir Robert Poll.
1: I missed out on a photo shoot because it was like way colder than expected. I was not dressed But Again, like I
0: was saying, I'm trying to give Nandi a shout out. God
1: damn. Shout out to Nandi.
0: Shout out to Nandi, man. And go check out the pictures on Millimeter Visuals. And go check out what no. If you share
1: your chips, then I'll be quiet. (laughs) Mm
0: -mm. I mean, I don't know if y'all ever had wrap snacks, but we eating wrap snacks. I've had wrap
1: snacks. I had the little boosty ones.
0: Oh, okay. I got the fabulous uh, New York deli cheddar.
1: Oh he fancy,
0: <laughs> but shout out to Nundy, All my new pictures on the reality is I mean on Sir Robert Paul on Instagram. Nandi hooked me up. Mm-hmm. I also have some from the homie Alex Martin. Mm-hmm. Check those out
1: and shout out to Nandi for um taking us around, you know, driving us around. She was like, "You know what, I don't have anything to do. We were going to go to the mall." And she was like, "You know what? I can just take y'all." So we we definitely appreciate that.
0: We did talk to a lot of people when we was in DC. That was like Chocolate City ain't Chocolate City no more. Like, That's true,
1: and that would explain the reason why the first time we went back for my birthday, mm-hmm. when I was trying to show you like why I fell in love with the city.
0: Yeah,
1: neither one of us had the same vibe because you know gentrification is like running rampant everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the guys, white girls out there though, the women look better this time around. I saw a lot more attractive women. I think the last time I talked about DC, I was like, it wasn't that many attractive women. That changed. DC now is like, a, it's, it's, I feel like Chocolate City could come back. I saw a lot of natural hair. You know what I'm saying? I went down to DC with my Nike boots on, feeling all, you know, DC ish. Now, I love to eat at Old Epic Grill. We ate there again. But on the way out, we, we ate there twice. We ate there twice which we met some women from Chicago that were some amazing sisters. Um, shout out to Sharice. And what was the other lady's name?
1: I don't know, but her mom. It was Sharice and her mom.
0: But we met two people from Chicago that was dope.
1: Yeah, that invited us to their house in Chicago when we go for my birthday.
0: Yeah, so we'll go down there. We're going to eat with them. i yeah. some fucking chitlins and oysters. For the just- first
1: time, because she said that we ain't never had none like her. So I'm going to try them. I, I normally don't partake in that, but she so- made them sound that good that I'm going to try them.
0: Yep. Um, it's crazy because when we were at Naja's thing, we ran into somebody that we no longer do business with. And it was funny because <laughs> Nundi was with us and Nundi was like, Hey, there goes so and so. And I was like, eh. I didn't even look back because I was like, I don't And really... I felt
1: I was so mad at myself because when she said, There goes so and so, like immediately my eyes went to that nah, space. Stone Cold killer. And I had to like kind of cut my eyes a little bit because, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I was like, Nah, I ain't better do it. So I was like, You know what? And it was the thing because I felt like the dude would come and I was like, You know what? the nigga come if he say something to me i'll be cordial but i'm not going out of my way for this nigga so he comes over to speak to 90 and then he spoke to 90 then he was like hey what's up so he stuck his hand out it was a soft shake
1: very soft
0: um seemed a little bit timid but you know to each his own
1: i will say that i was hesitant to shake yeah, I started not to shake because it because I mean, honestly, I'll put, I'll put if on, I don't fuck with you anymore, yeah. I don't fuck with you. Especially off of
0: a, different, a disagreement that could have been reconciled because yeah. it was very elementary, um, maybe on both parts, on mine and his. But it could have been reconciled, and when I reached out, he didn't reach out. Didn't, yeah, like nigga, I don't know niggas blocking people on social media and <laughs> deleting them on Twitter and shit, like if nigga if you gonna delete me and you ain't gonna try and don't fuck with me like me. that then don't let's fucking just, speak to me like the it's same hard I don't like doing shit like that but like I said in a professional setting coming to support my guy I was like I'll go ahead and do this shit, but yeah. I don't do all that fake shit. And if, I ain't, if you're not speaking to me and you ain't reached out to me and you don't even follow me and no more on social media when I'm still championing you when your name come up and, and not to be funny, we was in D.C. and motherfuckers, we ran into some people who had been to some of the shows and yeah. know us and it was like, oh, we thought that shit was you all show.
1: Yeah.
0: But we was like, nah, these good brothers still doing what they do, but. Yeah,
1: go check them out. Yeah, we like, ain't gonna no shit you on know, your name or whatever. no shit like
0: that. I ain't even saying the nigga name now, but it's like if you ain't going to follow me and you don't fuck with me like that, nigga, don't fuck with me. And yeah, don't listen to this the phone. Yeah, don't fuck with me. Don't yeah. shake my hand, nigga. Don't look at me, nothing.
1: Yeah. I just follow suit because I was, I was in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if he can do it, then, yeah, I'll go ahead and.
0: Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, we was at Old that, but. Was damn. this the
1: first time or the.
0: First time was great.
1: Okay, yeah, first time was awesome. Met
0: some beautiful Chicago people. Yeah. On the way out yesterday.
1: Yeah, we went back for brunch.
0: And we was talking and you said something and you started pointing at yeah, my Yeah, I was elbow. like
1: tapping you because I didn't want to make and a spectacle. I was spectacle. like, what
0: the fuck are you tapping me for? And it was a roach at the bar. Yeah. Now I saw it and I was like, nigga, you black. Yeah. Can't tell nobody.
1: Yeah.
0: Can't go crazy because they're going to probably think that y'all niggas brought I mean, Like me.
1: Y'all brought it with y'all. Even
0: though we ain't from D.C. <laughs> And if we brought a roach, even if we did bring that bitch with us to that restaurant, we would have got it from the hotel.
1: Exactly. And ain't that crazy that as a black person, like, that's how you literally think? Yeah. Like, your mind so you is ain't automatically in front programmed to yeah. think certain a certain way mm-hmm. just based on your upbringing and where you're, you know, where you're the color from? of your skin. Yeah,
0: and where you're from. Because some people may be like, why the fuck would you do that in the South? If you were raised here or born here, you would know. Yeah. But I did thump the shit out of that roach.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: I thumped him, but he was a little heavy motherfucker because I thumped yeah. him. He went to the end of the bar. I would have expected him to fly across the room.
1: It made it hard to, you know, because we went the night before and I actually ordered the same dish mm-hmm. that I had mm-hmm. the night before. And I will say, it did not taste as good as it did the night before. That's because you saw that roach. Yeah, mm-hmm. it made it hard to enjoy the food.
0: I felt bad for the roach though because I thumped him and he just kind of walked himself over the ledge and just fell off. I was like, damn, he did He did it. I gave that little roach a concussion (laughs) (laughs) from thumping that motherfucker. That was so great.
1: yeah, um, old Ebbett Grill, yep. take care of that problem because yeah. I, I mean, I was still it's a good like place to come to eat, back. It, yeah, it's a good
0: place to eat. Like you are gonna get some of the freshest fucking seafood. Oh ever. Oh my
1: god, it was a, the crab was. Oh,
0: oh but Lord, Christ. you are gonna be tired. Yeah. If you see a fucking roach. Yeah. So, uh, Lyft Chronicles, man, we met this dude named Hadiya. You got
1: oh man, you got it right. there. Yeah, that's it. You gotta Harder. slow it down.
0: there. Yeah. I think that was how that's you pronounce it. it, but he was Iraqi. What did he say in the
1: video? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was excited when I got his (laughs) name right. But you know, we had a great conversation with Hyda and um, he was real cool. If you want, we're going to be putting these videos out again. On the reality is so you'll be able to see some of these conversations that we had and interactions that we had while in D.C. The videos are being edited right now. So we'll definitely have those out, man, so y'all can get some of these experiences that we've had. Um, I was able to get my mom an uh, Obama statue down there, and I got a coffee mug. And just like niggas, she wants the coffee mug, not the Obama statue. She's like, I got an Obama T-shirt. What I need the statue for?
1: So, but the statue
0: is nice. Yeah, it. it is nice. So I was like, I'll keep it and give it a mug that I've already drank out of twice. She don't listen to my podcast that much, so by the time she hear about it, it'll probably be fucking December, and she'll probably had a hundred and twenty sips of coffee.
1: She like, what the what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm be cussing now, so you may. I know she might. She she might called me the other day and hit me with a couple of ass. words. and yeah. i was like, is this? Yeah, she, is this
1: the same person I'm yeah, used to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's real. <laughs>
1: She took the cap off that thing.
0: Yeah, she was ready to get it off of her. Man, but I was so happy to come back home, man. And I think when we were sitting there watching Naj do his thing, like me being proud of him and just seeing him in the New America space and having Michelle Hope down there and Roland Martin coming to the event and us being there and her being a part of the brand together and stuff, Mm -hmm. I, I was literally sitting there, and I think like 20 minutes in, I said, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to get back to work. I said, This is how I felt when I went to go see Charlemagne speak. Mm-hmm. I sat down for 10 minutes as Charlemagne entered the building and the crowd went crazy. I got up and left before he finished his first question because I was like, This is the impact I want to make mm-hmm. on the room at some day when I walk in a room. I got work to do because that's not happening right now. And
1: that's the important part of who you have in your circle. I think that's like, that's one of the main things. If you can go and you can still be inspired by who you are hanging around. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good indication mm-hmm. of who you have around you. Mm-hmm. But if you go and you're like, Oh, I'm tapped out, I'm already doing everything, I'm I'm on top of this shit, like you feeling like you can't get better or you can't take anything from anywhere else, mm-hmm. then that's a problem.
0: Yeah, and I had a good time with uh Naj on the Mind Over Matter Podcast. We did an episode together that'll probably be out next week. Once it drops out, share it on mine or you can go catch him at Mind Over Matter podcast on Apple Music or Blog Talk Radio and check out the homie man to support him. We Apple got a Podcast. Lot, Apple Podcast. We got a lot of new uh, comers trying to come on to the podcast. I'll just tell you this if you want to be on the Reality Is brand or the Roberts Media Group brand for podcasting and help please follow the instructions and the emails when we send these emails to you.
1: I think we could have a whole nother episode. I'm actually considering putting together a workshop mm-hmm. based around this, um, this very thing, yep. because a lot of times people, it's nothing wrong with being excited and, you know, gung ho about what you're trying to do. Yep. But you, the most important thing is you have to remember to operate within the confines of where you are in the process. When you first get started and you pull in, everything on your plate yeah. like it's already work yeah people don't understand yeah. they think that oh you just hop behind a mic and you, and you put the episode out everybody's gonna love it no it's work so when you consider starting a podcast and you come to somebody for help you always want to keep in mind if this is the process that they've laid out follow that process yeah. you know if you have questions if you don't understand something that's okay to come and be like hey i, don't, I didn't quite get this i want to make sure we're on the same page that's one thing. But when you're consistently asking the same questions over and over and over and over and
0: over and over like my Sean Lynch said and over 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 and over. Yes,
1: it becomes a problem and it's almost sad to say, but it makes you hesitant to work with certain people because it's like you get tired. Not only are you doing your work, but then you feel like you're having to do their work, too. Yeah. So no, that's
0: I'm just, just one
1: great. thing to keep in mind. Um, stay on the lookout for my workshop because I'm definitely going to put that together. I'm feeling inspired by that.
0: Nope, that's true. Now, with it being Women's History Month, I do have a couple of questions I want to ask you before we get out of here.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I was just, not expecting Exactly.
0: This. These are just random. For the women that's going to be on the <sighs> podcast, I'm just randomly asking them throughout the month. We got a couple other podcasts. I got an episode with uh, Britt from um, yes, Mad and hey, Bougie Mouth's podcast. So we'll be putting that out later this week. I have one with Chastity, um, Frank's wife, mm-hmm. Poster Boy's wife. So we'll be putting that it's out, dope. talking about depression and stuff like that. So uh, we still got a plan to book the DJ Miss Milan one um, right. so she can get in with us and we can get that one knocked out. And we're trying to get to Houston. Uh, we're supposed to be interviewing uh, George Foreman, one of George Foreman's daughters, his first daughter. Um I have not talked to her you have but mm-hmm. we're trying to get to Houston so we can knock that interview out as well for the month. So we got a lot of stuff man coming up. So here go one of these questions. What you doing on your phone? You looking for something? Mm-mm. Okay, so you ready for the question? Yeah. Cuz I'm ready to get out of here and really relax. I know. I got so No I
1: Okay.
0: Who, is who does that? Who is a woman uh French, French Montana? Montana.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh so a woman who currently inspires you. Do you have a woman who currently inspires you?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, off the top of my head is Michelle Obama.
0: Michelle Obama. And
1: not just Michelle Obama because of the height of, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. everybody wants to be Michelle Obama. But for someone like me, I look up to her because she embodies that wholesome aspect yeah. a lot of times in social you know with social media a lot of women get caught up on what they see and comparing themselves to like the instagram models yeah. or or quote unquote what guys look for yeah. in a woman but the fact that she has remained wholesome um she's highly in- educated um she's a great mother a great wife i feel like this and and she makes herself relatable yeah I so. Understand.
0: so what do you want women to take away from you like if you could if you did a workshop Or if you, you know, the way you're raising your daughter now, what's something that you feel like you want all women to take away, you know, from you? To be a better woman, to do something better. A lot of times, and the reason I ask that because, like for me, you know what I'm saying? Like if I had a son or if I was mentoring a kid, Mm -hmm. I would teach him how to be more emotional and accept his emotions Mm -hmm. and understand and tap into who he is as an emotional person to be able to connect with not only himself, but, uh, you know, when he starts to date and when he becomes older with his friends, with uh, his significant other, that's what I would try to teach him, to be more emotional and open about how they feel and what they need and what they expect of people.
1: I feel like um, for me, I can't speak for what I would like for all women to take away yeah. from me because all women aren't going to take that away. Yeah. Just, I mean, I've experienced that in everyday exchanges, yeah. but as far as when it comes to me and my daughter, the most important thing that I want her to take away is that it's okay to be yourself. Yeah. Even when it doesn't fit in with what's quote unquote the norm or, or like what, what you should you. be or what everybody else is doing.
0: Yeah. No, I feel sense. like
1: it. that's the main thing that I want.
0: All right. Well, I'm thinking about going to get some more rap snacks, and um, I'm trying to wheel myself back into this thing. <laughs> been off for a month. Like, we've only been recording 45 minutes, and this shit seems like an hour and a half. Already.
1: And it doesn't to me. It feels like literally 30 minutes.
0: Well, maybe because I'm inebriated from.
1: I, I mean, I'm inebriated too.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's good. But, but I, I
1: guess that's why you have deemed me the new co host because I actually love this shit now.
0: Okay. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> but we do want to try to be sure to keep up with all things, man. The reality is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, therealityis.com. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. You can listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, player.fm, listen notes and more. What's that? Y'all hear that car driving outside? That paddy, it feels good. It feels Really good outside today here in Texas. Be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, man. We don't care if it's a good review. We don't care if it's a bad review. We do want y'all to leave some reviews, man. How's it that we up here getting 1,800 listens in a day? and we only got people
1: 30. are fickle i mean they will sit and listen to you. i've done this with other podcasts of course we fickle i've listened too. yeah i've listened to several podcasts yeah. and i have never rated or reviewed them
0: well let's stop being fickle together and get out here and rate and review
1: i, I rate like and I, review the ones that i really support
0: okay well i want y'all to support me if y'all listening y'all support me right Let's support each other I gotta do better You gotta do better So shit Let's do better together But I know normally Y'all used to hear me saying I always remember To inhale Courage to exhale Success But I'm really On some 2018 shit With just ride Your own dick sometimes And I know that shit Is offensive to some people Who don't like words Like dick And vagina And pussy
1: I think I've actually embodied that. I think you you told me that uh, Roger, last year, and I really think I've stepped into that, it's and I to do and I so. understand the importance of it now.
0: Yeah, and all it's saying is just it's like they used to say, "Pop your own collar back in the day." Yeah, it's just basically it self. Good. Yeah, just be it's self reassurance that you are somebody that you're worth it. You know what I'm saying? We want to make sure everybody feels like they can be whatever the fuck they want to do. And I'm getting ready to speak at a career day. And yeah, goes, and who goes?
1: You got this shit. Yeah,
0: and I'm literally getting ready to, to speak at a school for a career day about podcasting. Somebody not about being that. a project manager at work. Not a, my career.
1: Boring button-up job.
0: Yeah, they asking me to come in and talk about podcasting. Man, that's crazy. I'm going to fuck these little kids' heads up, man. But the hardest part, I was like, damn, I hope I don't cuss in front of them. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm praying for you.
0: Please pray for me. Because they're going to probably <laughs> be like something. I'm like, yeah, this shit dope. You ought to definitely come check this shit out, you little homie. <laughs> As I got this ball in my Wait a minute! Head what grade
1: homie. are you speaking to? Because you know they all about social.
0: Yeah, I know. That's got what they all
1: got cell phones.
0: Boy, they probably gonna be like, "Let me follow him." Oh, oh lord! But you know what? It's okay if your kids say "fuck," "shit," "a bitch" because they cuss in any goddamn way. Uh, yeah. Because I just found out, wrong, out
1: my baby. Yeah. My, if you my. think I'm wrong
0: for saying that shit? <laughs> put a put put a recorder in your kid bag and listen to the shit that that nigga say. All now day.
1: every time I watch the shy, the, the yeah, little kid on
0: shy, yeah. that's
1: he reminds me of my son because I recently found out my son. Like he literally, And he cussed it so effectively yeah. So it's kind of sad But that I'm proud of him amazing. at the yeah, same that, time yeah, that delivery Cause I'm like is amazing. boy
0: you putting the words together Yeah that delivery is amazing You can't just come up here You know like white <laughs> people be like what the shit Are you ass hat <laughs> Like you gotta say some yeah you gotta put no, this shit together He
1: putting them, them words together real good
0: Yeah give me an example What he, you hear him say one time he put it together <laughs> What he say
1: I saw him texting to his friend And he was like man I'm done with this shit or I'm out this bitch.
0: Mm. (laughs) The niggas at school teaching that nigga well, teaching that little (laughs) young lad, lad, well, you know what? To the people who don't want to do deal with the podcast because of the content sometimes, uh and the reason I say this is because over the last couple of months I've been searching in Dallas for people to come on the podcast to talk about food deserts oh my God. and why we need these food deserts and why we need people uh, uh, aware of what a food desert is and how we can better this in the black community on the south side of Dallas and we have been rejected can by everybody. Can I every- just say Go ahead.
1: Please save the responses that go as follows. I was able to look up your podcast on Facebook and found some information about it. And at this time, I just don't feel, well, good luck with everything you're doing because that automatically yeah. cuz I sent it to you and I was yeah. like are you getting the same thing yeah. that I'm getting and If you don't
0: like my shit If I'm you, don't fine like with it, that. you don't like it you don't like it if it's
1: not for you it's not for just you just say I don't want to be here. It. Yeah I would almost weather, prefer that you don't respond than yeah. to hit me with oh yeah. cuz to me at that point you think that you are above that when yeah. really you came from the same block that I came from Yeah
0: and I'm not against anybody if you don't want to be here you don't want to be here but my the goal is yeah I talk my shit but it's my life that I'm telling people about and people lives have gotten better from the stories I've told whether I'm talking shit, cracking jokes, or talking about when I thought I had a cancer scare, or when I thought I had, you know, when I had Bell's palsy and I was mm-hmm. depressed, like this podcast has helped people. I'm a yeah. shit talker, certified. People are able up and to down. relate to
1: it more exactly. because you are talking at a level that they can understand. When you come into a place, and like you said, you're going to go speak to kids. You, sometimes you go speak, you see people speaking to kids. They have a whole three piece suit on, yeah. whatever. No they using with words the kids. that are like far but above. These kids
0: don't even fucking know. When they no, parents that's don't what I'm know. saying.
1: Like, but somebody like I yourself, know. you'll go in, you speak to them, and they were like, "Dang, that, yeah. that dude, pretty cool." What's good, know?
0: little homie? What's good, my G? They gonna be like, "Yeah, what's yeah, good, like, Mister?" I wouldn't Roberts? be like him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, it is what it is. But to the people who turned me down, you know, for the food desert, good luck in your uh, endeavors. Uh, we're working on getting someone outside of the state of Texas to talk about food. Deserts. That's, and it's sad to that's, say, that's, that's but that's where ridiculous. most of the love
1: comes from. Yeah,
0: it comes from outside of Texas. So, you know, I still got love for Texas, but like 2 Chain said, I, I fuck with the people who supported me and the people who didn't support me, somehow you supported me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. So, with that being said, man, ride your own dick sometimes. Enjoy this beautiful day, whatever day that motherfucker may be. I ain't telling you when we recorded this. Just know it's gonna be dropping soon, along with two or three other episodes. And I may take another break because I'm going to tell you this. That month off felt amazing. It's so, it's shit. I almost slipped into oblivion and it was like, yeah, you fuck did. coming back to the podcast. I'm it almost gonna,
1: felt unreal in the studio.
0: Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start coaching people on podcasts and I'm going to fall out of the game because I'm tired. I'm going to take a break and then come back with a whole new concept. I still may do that shit. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, where can they find you at? on social media? You ain't got to spit that ice out. Put it inside of your mouth. That shows talent.
1: No, I mean, I could have, but <laughs> I am everywhere on social media at know w a r t e s i a. If you hit me up on one platform and I don't accept you, it's nothing personal. Try the next one.
0: That's true. You can find me at Anthony Roberts on Facebook, Sir Robert Po on Instagram. The reality is... On Instagram, Facebook, like I said, on Twitter, interact with us, and we will interact with you. We're actually looking to interact with more people. I'm trying to get my followers up so it can uh, reflect the listenership. But man, social media is a second job; it really is. So, with that being said, man, like I said, Roger Rajon, Dick, sometime we out this bitch. Y'all enjoy the rest of your. Can week. I
1: say Girl, inhale, no, no, we, to exhale?
0: No, you can't. this shit is over with. I like that. No, ending. Well, I don't really care. We're gonna <laughs> end it.
1: That's why people was.
0: I don't give a shit giving about giving you women. hard time on the video. They can suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs>